Hello and welcome to the Green Pole Podcast. It's been a little while, but tonight we are back previewing our Monday night West London derby with the bus stop in Hounslow, also known as Brentford. Um, in addition to this, we will also be briefly reviewing a fairly successful week for Fulham, particularly in the FA Cup. And here to discuss it all with me tonight is our podcast regular, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Uh, it's been a bit of a crazy few few weeks, but uh, back, ready to get stuck into this. And uh, yeah, just uh, let's get going. Absolutely. It's been, it's been a whirlwind. Um, and also tonight, we welcome another new member of the Hammy N team onto the podcast for their first podcast. Uh, welcome, Oscar. How are you doing, mate? Not bad, not bad. Exciting time to be a Fulham fan, huh? Absolutely. It's brilliant to have you on the podcast. Um, hopefully you'll become a regular. So yeah, let's, as Tom said, let's get started and begin with, with a successful week for Fulham. Of course, last weekend we drew to Wolves with another point on the board and then we reached the quarterfinals of the FA Cup after a win versus Leeds in the middle of the week. Tom, I'll start with you. What have been your thoughts on, on this week for us? It's been pretty mad, hasn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, first of all, going back to the Wolves game, we uh, we didn't start very well. Wolves, Wolves, to be honest, were really good in the first 45 minutes. Um, but then the second half, we saw, again, that other side of Fulham that we, we haven't seen in recent years, which is... You know, dig in, make teams hard. Well, make it hard to play against us. Make teams make mistakes against us. You know, Jose Sarr, I think feigning a bit of an injury kind of sparked everyone into life. And uh, yeah, and obviously uh, the Israeli Hazard popped up with a <laughs> with another goal. Um, yeah, just running out of superlatives for Manuel Solomon. I said it at the beginning of the season when we were looking at signing him. I said he'd be a player that would take us to another level. And, you know, obviously I expect he'll drop off at some point, but, you know, hopefully long may it continue the way he's playing because he is by far, you know, probably at the moment our best winger. And uh, the fact that he's not even started a game until, you know, the Leeds game, it just you know, beggars belief that he's, you know, been nominated as uh, one of the players of the month for the Premier League and he's played like <laughs> 70 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's like I said, it's been a bit of a whirlwind the last week or so, cramming a few games in, and uh, yeah, the Leeds game again, another player that we we just can't stop talking about is Palinia, and it's just typical him really. He, he wins the ball thirty yards out with one of his trademark challenges where he reads exactly what the Leeds player is going to do, and then he just thinks, you know what. I'm going to bend this Roberto Carlos esque into the into the back of the net, and uh, yeah, it was just incredible. Uh, the, the Leeds, to be honest, I thought you know they were a bit wasteful. They had a lot of good opportunities. I'm sure we'll get onto it a bit later. I think if if Bert Leno is in goal, I think we're a little bit more calm at the back. But um, you know, Mr. Reliable, Captain Fantastic, uh, Tim Ream was a rock at the back again. I thought Cedric had a good first 90 minutes. And uh, again, I thought Lukic played played pretty well as well. Uh, it's just good to get minutes in the tank for those sort of players. Harry Wilson was another one. And then again, Solomon pops up with, you know, it could have, a, carbon, carbon. Co- a carbon copy goal <laughs> of the one he did against Wolves, which I thought, you know, Mitrovic setting it up as well was really nicely because I thought that he had a good game without, you know, bursting back onto the scene. I thought he did things well, 
but I think we're still looking at Mitrovic around 70% of what he can be. Uh, yeah. But he just showed the quality that going forward, if we can get him fit and firing, that we really have missed the last few games where we've scraped, you know, the draws against Wolves. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, so, yeah, I think all in all, it's been a really good week. I won't talk too much about the draw. I think you're going to talk <laughs> about the draw going forward. But, um, oh, yeah. That, 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 yeah, that I think, think we should. I think, um, uh, I think all in all, it's been a really good week for the club. And, you know, that February goal of the month, it could easily be goal of the season. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been a brilliant, brilliant month in general for Fulham. Definitely, uh, Oscar. To be a Fulham fan. Oscar, what have you got to add to that? Uh, firstly, I want to say it's a massive difference, you know, looking at when Mitrovic is on the field and when he's not on the field. We look so much more, we look so much more organised when we played Leeds than compared to when we played Wolves. And I think a lot of that is down to Mitrovic, even though he hasn't always scored. He provides he provides a lot of support. He drops back. He helps. He helps out with the midfield, particularly. He presses, and I think that's something we lacked when it comes to um, when it came to Wolves, especially in the first half. I don't want to talk about Wolves too much, of course, but uh, uh, as Thomas said, but I think I think the difference between let's say the first half of Wolves and what we saw today was night and day. I think both both deputies had a pretty good start. I think Lukic, Lukic did very very well considering the difference between Italians, Ital- the Italian league and the English league. I think it's not it's not necessarily about the quality, but it's not about the quality. It's about the fact that English football is far far more intense and fast paced, in my opinion. Anyway, I think his his passing left something to be desired, but he pressed very well and he put himself into good positions. I thought Wilson, Wilson was uh, excellent, actually, against Leeds. I, th- I saw a couple of people thinking, saying that he, 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 he still wasn't back to where he was. But I think I think we saw a lot more of the old Wilson against Leeds than what it would seem previously. Mm, definitely, especially, especially some of the runs he started making. It 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 really. I thought he looked quite good, frankly. I think I think it was a fair result 2-0 and a couple of Leeds fans I was talking to were saying that they do lack some sort of a like a clinical striker and I think they it really showed it was they were quite wasteful in their chances and I think we took ours quite well I think I think Mitrovic was quite unlucky not to get a goal I think that header was such a shame it was clearly offside but such a shame because it looked like a great goal yeah, I mean, it's things like that that we can hope will spring him back into confidence because even though it was disallowed, it still shows that he's got that goal-scoring ability, even as Tom said, as at the 70%-ish it seems to be at. Um, but yeah, just to, just to conclude this little bit, really, I mean, it's it's just to round off this pretty mad week. We've Obviously, the nominations for February, for all the February awards came out today. We've got two players up for February um, Player of the Month. Those are Burnt Leno and Mana Solomon. What a surprise. Um, we have two players up for goal of the month, which is, of course, Willian against Forrest and what a surprise, Mana Solomon um, against Wolves. Please correct me if I'm wrong on that. I'm fairly sure it is right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we have, of course, the main man himself, the genius, Mr. Marco Silva, is up for manager of of the month. So all in all, that is five, five, five members of the Fulham of the Fulham team that 
are up for awards, which I, I, it's unheard of, really. Um, I, I don't remember a time where we, we've had this many players and um, obviously the manager up for up for awards, but we can hope 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 in hell that we um, at least get one of them. Um, <laughs> of course, I don't want to just touch on it too much because it made us all depressed, but we did draw Man United away in the next round of the FA Cup, which probably puts our Wembley dreams to to nothing but of course we are Fulham and we will approach every game in the same way and give them a good fight so we can hope keep the faith and see if we can do a good job um on Mr Ten Hag and his um his red devil flying it didn't it didn't depress me at all to be honest I, I think you know you've got if you get to this stage of a cup you're going to have to play the big teams anyway um mm, that's but- true Going forward, if you look at their fixture list, I think I think they're a way to, to rail Betis on the Thursday. And yeah, that'll give are. us a whole that'll give us a whole week of preparation. And you know, are they gonna wanna rest a few? Uh, are they you know I know I know they've got a deep squad anyway. I'm not saying it's Man United. We're gonna go to Old Trafford yeah. as the underdogs. But you know, we, we gave them a good game at our place. We gave Man City a good good game at their place. I'm quietly confident that we'll go there and give them a game. Uh, whether we come out on top or not, I think we'll come out with a lot of credit. Whether we come out on top or not is a different matter. But I don't think we're going to go there just to make up the numbers. And I think that we're going to give it a damn good go. So I'm not disappointed that we drew Man United. Uh, obviously, drawing Grimsby would have been much better. But if you've made it this far, then... You know, you, you've got to play whoever's in front of you. And, you know, Grimsby are going to take a good following to Brighton and they're going to give them a good game as well, I'm sure. So anything can happen in a cup. We've seen it year in, year out. We've seen so many upsets. Why can't Fulham go to Old Trafford and get a win? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think Thomas is right when he says, um, I, I'm confident as well. I think I'm confident we'll give them a good game. I think I think it's a bit unfair to go there expecting a result. I think that'd be a bit fair on unfair on the lads, especially considering the amazing season we've had. But I think with the way we've played recently, and looking at the last game against Manu, obviously they're a different side without Ronaldo. With it, it's a different side. But I still think looking at that game, we play we were the better team, and we were unlucky not to win them. And I think I think we'll give them a good game. It, it'll be hard. I don't think we should expect any. Like expect a result, but we'll give them a good game, I think. Absolutely. I mean, we shall see how that plays out on the weekend of the 18th or 19th of, of March, so not too long away. Um, but of course, the task ahead for Fulham is um, our local West London rivals that we like to nickname the bus stop in Hounslow, because that's exactly what they are. Um, it's another West London derby. Um, of course, we, we were 3-2 winners over them last time. Uh, what what can we expect from the game this time round, Oscar? I'll start with you. I think I think we can be hopeful of a win. I think it'll be a hard game, no matter no matter how it turns out for either side, whoever wins. I think looking looking at the last game, I think it's quite it's quite a different scenario. Obviously, then we were relegation favourites. I think the side was also quite different. It was one of our first games. We were still trying to sort of figure out who's going to play where, especially with the new signings. And I don't th- I don't think Willian was playing starting then anyway at that point in time, if I remember correctly. Um do correct me if I'm wrong. But I think I think we're a better side than we were. And I th- I think we have a good chance. And I don't think 
Brentford have improved all that much since the start of the season. I think they've been a good side, but I don't think they've improved, but we have. I, th- I think we can go there confident of a result. Thomas, what would you, what would you add to that? To be honest, I'd say that if we get something from the game at Brentford, I'd be happy, to be honest, because they're on a run of about 11 games without defeat, um, which only instills confidence in them. And, you know, they've got some really dangerous players. I agree with Oscar there when he says that William wasn't playing and we were just figuring out who plays where. But the, the biggest factor, obviously, Monday night, you can't, you know, you can't push it to one side, is that Palinio is going to be missing. And without him, the last time we played a game without him, all right, Nat Chalaba got sent off after seven minutes. We lost 4-1 to Newcastle at home. So I'm optimistic about going there and getting something. Do I think Lukic can do the job? Yes, I do. I think having Harrison Reid fit is, is a massive plus. Um, but I think without Paulinho, we're really going to miss that bite in midfield. However it means that we're going to go to the game looking at it uh, from one or one or two point of views, which is one, we go there to get the draw or we go there and we just attack and don't worry about leaving the door open at the other end because without Palinia, we don't have that screen. Um, and I don't think there's anyone else in the team that, well, we see it in his stats. He's over a hundred tackles in the Premier League, interceptions he's right up there. He's, he's, he is the best number six in the league. All right, the Man United fans will scream and moan about Casemiro, but <laughs> stats don't lie. Um, and without him, we're going to be missing a massive hole in midfield. But if, if there's a team that can go and do it, it's Marco Silva's full of uh, Will Manor Solomon start? Will Willie Absolutely. add to the right? Will, you know, will Bobby Reid come in and play the 10? Will Pereira drop into the 8? Will Lukic even start? Maybe Pereira drops to the 8 and, and Reid starts as the 6. We don't know at this stage. I'm sure Marco Silva and Lewis Bermorsi are hatching a plan. But well, the only person who knows is probably Ivan Tony. He's probably got a bet on it somewhere. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful that we can go there and, and at least get a draw. But without Palinia, I think we're all going to be questioning whether we can keep the door shut. Mm. It would definitely be a um, it'll be it'll be a different game to to last time for sure, as you guys have both mentioned. Um, we've got different players; they've they've done well. They're on a bit of a run, and of course, we're on a bit of a run as well, which will of course be looking to continue with without Polina. Um And as you said, it will be interesting to see how we approach the game without him because of whatever happened last time against Newcastle, which we won't talk about. Um, but. I'm looking forward to it. I think it will be a very open game. Um, but of course, hopefully Fulham will come through it. Of course, whether it's a game like Brighton where we're not at our best and but then manage to snatch and grab a win, we don't know. But I'm expecting hopefully a, a tough, a good game. We'll go into it with the same belief, even though we don't have Polina. Um, because of course we we've still got a, a squad full of quality um and who will attack the game. And I'm really really manifesting another Lukic masterclass. Um, oh yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm 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 much happier going into this game with Lukic and Rio oh, than if we yeah. still had Onoma and Chalaba. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm, yeah, definitely. Lukic is Lukic is like I said in the in the pod when he first signed. Yeah, he's a Ferrari compared to their Ford Escort. So you know, <laughs> he's he's definitely a massive step up, and I'm a lot more confident going in with him. But 
you know, the stats don't lie, as we, as I already said. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good an- analogy. Um, yeah, I, I definitely, th- I definitely think Sasha has massive potential in this, in this Fulham side, especially. I think, I think it was the right move for him, and I think, I think Brentford and the game after that, which I believe is Arsenal, it's a massive opportunity for him to prove himself in this league to to this side, and I think he has a lot to offer, and I think. What will happen in the game is he will probably move to what Harrison Reed is doing now, and Harrison Reed will drop back and cover Polina because, but if memory serves, Harrison's more of a defensive midfielder by nature. So I think I think that'll work better for them. Mm, yes, all these questions yet to be answered, um, but yes. of course we'll find out on Monday. Um, it's worth noting that our defence has been it's been very sound as of late. Um, do you think Brentford will find it difficult to break our back line, even even without that screen, as you mentioned, Tom? Uh, yeah, I do. I do think that they'll, find, that they'll struggle. Um, well, obviously, earlier on in the season, um, Ivan Tony gave the back line a really torrid time, and you know he is a very good striker. You can't you can't come away from that at all. Uh, but I think Tim Ream's grown in massive confidence. Uh, and alongside this, a Diop, who for me is going under the radar a bit because he was West Ham's fifth choice centre back last season. And he's now, you know, arguably one of the best centre backs in the Premier League. So I think the, the, the those two as a central defensive partnership are really striking up a really good partnership alongside, obviously, Robinson, who just bombs forward all game long, causing trouble all day, all game long. And Kenny Tete, who I think has only been dribbled past twice this season. Uh, and yeah, so defensively, that back four is solid. And Bert Leno, obviously, has, he's been nominated as in the player of the month for a reason. He's, I think he's top of the shots save ratio as well, or something like that. I can't remember which one I saw it on, but I think he's yeah, fourth. He's, Oh, he's fourth, fourth, is he? Percentage, save percentage. Right, okay. Yeah, so he's yeah, he's right up there. He's he's definitely top draw. And like I said earlier on in the pod, if if he'd have been a goal against Leeds, I think it wouldn't have been so harem scarum in our box. Because I did think the road act flat, flapped at quite a lot of stuff that I believe that Leno would have just held on to. So, um, so the back line will be strong. I think it'll be strong as it always is. It's just whether the screen will be there, you know, the screen that they normally expect to be there, whether Reed just stays and sits in that sixth position rather than trying to push forward like he normally does. I think that might be the best option. Just let Lukic go a little bit further ahead of him as the eight and then Pereira maybe drops back and plays in another eight role. Maybe don't play with a 10 just to cover the ground in the midfield that Palina would normally cover. Mm. Yeah, I mean... Another question we have to to also answer is: Does Mana Solomon get get a nod for his first start? Um, I I sorry I I think I think he definitely has he's earned it. I think there's no question there. If if I were Marcus Silva, because I think in his one of his re- recent interviews he said that it was down to um it was down to the fact that he's his legs aren't ready for ninety minutes. And I think if they are, I think if he is ready and he he can play ninety, I'd play him probably instead of as much as it pains me to say Deckard Overread. I have to say because I think Willian has been absolutely vital and absolutely. I th- I, yeah, 
I think there's no question there. I think if if he can play it, I'd play it. Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement with Oscar, to be honest. Like I said, I'm a massive Solomon fan. I have been since the start, since the idea of even signing him came out. Came out. And uh, yeah, I think he's a Champions League player. I think he can play at a much higher level. And to have him and Willian as our wingers is just, I mean, when you think a couple of years back, we were looking at Cavalero and Knockhart. So <laughs> it's a <yeah>. <laughs> upgrade. Exactly. So, you know, and I think both of those players are the sort of players that are going to get their foot on the ball and draw players to them, leaving the space for Mitrovic, for Lukic, for Pereira to, to find those gaps. Um, and I just want to say a lot. I've seen on Twitter a few people saying that Pereira's dropped off a bit. I don't think he has. I think he's just doing a bit more defensive work because the ball isn't sticking up top anymore. If it, I think he plays a lot better when Mitrovic plays. And I think we saw it the other night. There were a few stray passes in the first half, but I think second half he really came into it and he really he, he dictated play in the way we know he can. And I think when we go to Old Trafford, I think he'll be bang up for it. Absolutely. I mean, we've said it before about other players, especially Mitrovic, that even though he's not scoring, he is playing a huge part in in other aspects of the team, um, such as defensive work, which I think is crucial for for players such as Mitrovic and Andreas to to be able to do um, when they're not going forward. And even if they are going forward, it's it's great to have that other trait around them. and as you said, yes, I would also be in agreement that if if the chance comes, definitely start Solomon. He's on top form and it would be silly not to take advantage of of such a talented winger who's got four goals in four games. Um, and just there's, there's a way about him, which is just it, it just brings an extra spark to the team. Um, and I think defenders will be on their knees when he when he enters the Solomon zone, um, when <laughs> results are just inevitable. Um but that does lead me lead me nicely on to what your predictions for the lineup. Um, Oscar, I'll start with you. What what is your starting eleven uh, for Monday right. night? So of course, in goal you've got Leno. I think no questions there. You've got your two defenders, obviously Diop and Reem. You've got Anthony at left back and Tete right back. I think I would have as my two mid. I'd probably have Lukic and Reed as my two midfielders, and I'd start. Solomon on the right, William on the left, and Mitrovic up front, and obviously Pereira as a CAM. Yes, I think that's eleven. That's that's a fairly fairly strong eleven, I'd say. Tom, what would you yeah. what would you change? Uh, I'm pretty much in agreement. It depends on how we go to play the game. If we go for the draw, Bobby Reed's probably going to start ahead of either William or, or Solomon because of his work rate. Um, I agree with the central midfield. I think I think that's what we're going to see. The back line is solid. Yeah, that's not going to be touched. The only thing I'd do is probably swap Willian and Solomon because Solomon plays a lot better off the left and Willian can play anywhere across the front. And he has, I think he's played roughly the same amount of games on the right wing as he has on the left, whereas Solomon doesn't play much from the right. He's much better at coming off the left. He can also play in the 10, so there is the possibility that maybe Pereira shifts across to the left and either Willian or Solomon can play as the cam. So, you know, there's options there for Marco Silva. And looking at that front four, it's pretty scary, to be honest, the form they're all in. And Mitrovic backfiring, hopefully, uh, fit 100% by Monday. So, 
Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much the eleven I'd go for. It's a very strong eleven. It's probably the strongest we could put on the pitch at the moment without Palinia. So yeah, yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to. As much as I don't like doing it, I'd have to agree with you, Tom. Um, oh, really? Um, Shock horror. <laughs> 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 it's not a regular occurrence on here at all. Um, I, I must just... Tony, what's the odds? Oh yeah, what are the odds? Ivan Tony plays your bets. Um, yeah. I, th- I, I just—it's really funny how at the start of the season we were—we didn't have much in the way of wingers, and we were relying on Bobby Reed and who was the other one? I think it was Solomon and Bobby Reed to kind of do a job. We were in—we were in a quite a deficit of wingers, and now to have this debate of who starts at on the wings it's really impressive we've got so much talent because each winger really does bring a different a different thing to the team we've got solomon who's unreal willian you just can't drop him bobby reed though he hasn't scored many goals he he doesn't dan james sat there doing nothing i know and dan james as well he should be he could be in contention we've used his pace once against man united and yes he scored a goal but he hasn't really he's been on the bench since he's definitely Uh, got something to offer the team 100 yeah I completely agree. I, I have to say, I'm I'm probably one of the few who actually really, I really rate Dan James, to be honest. I, I, I had a look at his um, highlights from when he played, when he played for Man U. And he was really good. The amount he was on the wit, he was, he's obviously a winger, but he did loads of through passes. He, he looks like a good player. And I think, and I think it's a shame that so far, at least it hasn't really worked for him at Fulham, but I definitely think there's potential there. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. It'll be interesting to see how um how or if he has any any further effects in games to come. Um, which I think um, would you, would you say he'll he'll get some minutes in the next couple of games? You'd like to think so. I'd I'd, I'd hope he would because he's he's been on the periphery now for a while. Obviously, there was talk of whether he was going to go back to Leeds. Well, he didn't. So Marco Silva obviously has a reason to to keep him around. Um, obviously Harry Wilson's coming back to form as well. So you know we've got a plethora, a plethora of um, wingers now to choose from, but Dan James can also play through the middle, and also like you say, you know I think it was at Southampton, he came on and he just caused havoc with his pace against their back line. Yeah. I think he won that, won the penalty in the last minute or something. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. So you know he he offers that, and maybe like maybe up against Man United at Old Trafford, you know for the for the FA Cup, you never know. Like if we're chasing a 1-0 win or something, or if it's 0-0 with 15 to go and they're pushing forward, why not stick him on see what he could do? Well, might fancy it against his former club. Exactly. Um, it'll be interesting to see what impact he has, if any. Um, I will just, let's just round things off with um, getting your score predictions against the West London rivals. Tom, I'll start with you. What's your prediction for Monday night? Um... Well, like I say, it's, it's a tough one uh, without Perlinia. I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll go there and get something from the game. I'll go with a with a optimistic 2-1 victory. Optimistic 2-1 victory. That's a good start. Oscar, where are you heading with this? I, I actually feel the same, exact same as Thomas. I feel, I think 2-1 with... Oh, we can't have you again. You can't have, can't uh, have two people agreeing with me all the time. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. To be different, I'll say 1-0 with Mitrovic getting an early goal. Oh, no. Mitrovic early goal. Well, I, I haven't actually thought about it much, which is a real shock considering I usually prepare for podcasts quite well. Um, but I'm going, I, I bet you didn't see this one, Tom, uh, nor Ivan Tony. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to 
um, go with a a two nil victory to Fulham. Um, I think oh, Lukic. Wow. I, I know. I, I think I think Lukic will will really step up, um, and I think we will will get the we'll get the victory by two goals to nil. Um, of course, Ivan Tony's already placed his bets. Um, he might not even be in the squad, but uh, the game's the game. Um, do, you have, do you both have anything else you'd like to add before we finish? No, I actually have just, one very... Uh, carry on, Oscar. Sorry, sorry. Um, one very quick thing to say. Uh, recently, when people have been talking about Sasha Lukic, they've been pronouncing it Sasa. Just want to correct everyone and say it is Sasha with a with a sh sound. Oh, Sasha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. You learn something new every day. Uh, I hope podcast listeners will now get that right in the future. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I, I still lesson in Serbian at the end there. I know. Yeah. Should we make that a regular feature. <laughs> but look, gentlemen, it has been brilliant speaking with you. Um, it's been quite the week and we can hope for Fulham uh, to get another win on Monday night. Um, so thank you both for your time. It's been brilliant speaking to you and thank you for, for joining us, Oscar. We hope you'll be back in the future. It's been great having you on. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I plan to be on. I plan to be. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll definitely enjoy having you on again. Um, so yeah, thank, thank you for listening. Uh, have a great week and um, come on you whites. <laughs>